Welcome to r slash am I the bad guy where OP tells his brother-in-law to just get over the fact that he stole $70,000 from him. Am I the bad guy for telling my brother-in-law to get over himself and quit holding a 10-year grudge? My brother-in-law, who's married to my sister, is a general contractor. About 10 years ago, my dad and brother were building a deck at my parents' home. They asked my brother-in-law if they could borrow his skid loader, but he said no. They prepared the ground as best they could without the skid loader, but got to the point that they couldn't go on without it. They went to my sister's house to ask again, but found out that my brother-in-law went out of town. They talked my sister into letting them borrow it, so she took them down to his construction lot and they hooked it up to my dad's truck. The next part I'm not sure of, since I don't know much about towing, but from what I was told, dad's truck wasn't big enough or powerful enough to tow the skid loader on the dump trailer, so he lost control and wrecked. The truck, trailer, and skid loader was totaled. Hold on, hold up, we gotta stop the story. What is a skid loader, and how much is a skid loader? I don't have any idea. Oh, a skid loader, you, you guys know what a skid loader is. It's like a little tiny, I call it a bulldozer. You know, it's like a little, it's got four wheels and a little cabin and a little like a uh, wedgie thing for like digging up dirt. Wait, what's a bulldozer? Yeah, okay. It, yeah, it looks like a bulldozer. It's like a tiny one person bulldozer. Okay, how much is a, how much is a skid loader? So we can evaluate the damage here. Oh my God. These are used? Yo, you guys, a used skid loader is like thirty to $50,000. Jesus. How much is a new one? New. Skid loader price, 60000 and can reach towards $100,000 with accessories. Wow. Okay. Wow. This story, wow, I'm glad I looked that up. That completely changes the context of this story. I thought a skid loader was like $3,000. <laughs> I, okay, I don't know anything about construction. Okay, back to the story. The insurance was barely enough to cover the medical costs and the truck. There was nothing left over to cover my brother-in-law's stuff. When he got back to town, he exploded. He threatened to sue, and things just went downhill from there. My parents are not rich, and he wouldn't have gotten anything, so in the end, my sis talked him into letting it go. However, from that day on, he wouldn't have anything to do with our family. He doesn't come for birthdays, holidays, nothing at all. Next month is our parents' 50th anniversary, and we're planning a big family gathering to celebrate. We're also chipping in to send our parents on a cruise to Mexico because they've never been out of the country. I spoke to my sister about it the other day, and she said that she's coming with the kids, but my brother-in-law is not coming. I was fine with that, but when we were discussing their portion of the cruise money, I heard him yelling in the background to deduct their portion from the cost of the skid loader and dump trailer. Yo, it was his dump trailer too? Hold up, how much is a dump trailer? $5,000 to $12,000. Oh my god. The cheapest go down to like three to 5000 But most of these that I'm seeing, they're like $12,000. Holy cow. That pissed me off. So after my call with my sister, I called my brother-in-law and told him to get over himself. I told him that my dad and my bro made a mistake, but that was 10 years ago and he needs to let it go. He said that he'll let it go when they give him the money he lost. I told him that he's a jerk for holding on to a grudge and putting money in the way of a family relationship. Oh my god, you guys, this, this story, this is a douchebag. Buddy, if you really think that you should put family ahead of money, then pay him! 
Sorry, I know I'm interrupting this story a lot. I'm, I'm like triggered by this story. Jeez. Okay, continuing. My sister called me a few minutes ago and said they're not coming and that I was out of line. We argued for a bit and that's where it stands. I don't think I'm wrong for telling him to let go of the past, but they're not coming to the anniversary party, so now I'm not sure. And then OP posts an update. Let's get something straight. My dad and brother are not bad people. They're good people who made a mistake. They couldn't pay back my brother-in-law because he wanted almost $70,000 and, again, we're not rich. My dad had to buy another truck because he needed it to go to work. On the other hand, my brother-in-law had three other sets of skid loaders and dump trailers on his lot that day so he could take the financial hit while my parents would be homeless. My brother-in-law and sister are way better off than the rest of us, so while I understand your reasoning of paying the brother-in-law back, he doesn't need it. The cruise to Mexico isn't some millionaire trip. The total cost is about $3,000, and it'll take 20 people to pay for that. Again, we're not rich. We can barely cover 3K spread out over 20 people, so there's no way that we can pay 70K. Yeah, OP, your dad and brother aren't bad people. They just explicitly stole like $70,000 worth of equipment when they were explicitly told not to. Get over- Then you have the audacity to tell him to get over it? What blows my mind, what's so, like, absurd about the worst part to me is that after they got the insurance money, the first thing they did with that insurance money is buy your dad a new truck. Give me a break, man. And the crazy entitlement of being essentially, well, they're richer than us, so they should pay for my mistakes. That's, that's literally your argument. They have more money, so my mistakes are their financial problem. Man, what a douchebag. I'm completely on the brother-in-law's side here. If that happened to me, I would also be holding a 10-year-old grudge. OP, let's see. <laughs> let's have someone steal 70k from you and see how long it takes you to forgive them. Right? Like, if this guy hacked into your bank account and stole $70,000, I mean, he's family. You can't get upset at him. You can't hold a grudge, right? Whew, man, the entitlement on this one pisses me off. They're actually buying a vacation. Man, you guys are in debt. You owe this guy 70 k You have no business pitching in any amount of money for a stupid trip to Mexico. OP, I'm giving you, your dad, and your brother four out of five bad guys. You are so incredibly detached from reality. Am I the bad guy for telling my parents that they made their own bid so they can lay in it when they ask me for help? I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I was pretty much disowned by my entire family when I came out at 18. My parents gave me five minutes to grab my things before shutting me outside. I remember telling them that there was no way that I could live on my own, that I was their kid and they should want to love and support me. My father told me that I made this bid myself by choosing my lifestyle, so I should grow up and learn to lay in it. I turned out pretty okay, all things considered. I was able to go to college on a few scholarships and not too many loans. I've been with my wife during our freshman year, and I've been with her ever since. We have a two-year-old daughter who's the most precious little person in the world. We bought a house, and we both have decent-paying jobs. I consider myself to be incredibly lucky, and I can't imagine my life without my wife and our daughter. I don't keep in touch with my biological family, so I don't know how my parents got my contact info, but they did. 
My mom sent me a message detailing the financial issues they were going through. They had to sell the house I grew up in and they moved to some apartments. At the end of the message, my mom asked me if I'd be willing to help them out for a little while by letting them stay with me. I didn't respond to the message. I just planned on pretending like I never saw it. But then I got a call the other day and as soon as I answered it, I realized my dad was on the other line. He told me the same thing my mom did, that they needed help. I said, that really sucks. I hope you figure it out. He then flat out asked me if I was seriously not going to provide them with any assistance. I asked why he wanted my help, and he told me that I should want to support my parents the way they supported me growing up. I replied, saying that maybe if their support of me hadn't ended the moment I told them that I was a lesbian, I would be willing to help them. But unfortunately, they made their bids themselves so they can lay in it too. I hung up on him, and later he left me a voicemail calling me selfish and cruel for using their financial struggles to prove a point. Maybe it is cruel, I don't know. I sent my mom an email with a bunch of links to soup kitchens, food pantries, housing assistants, etc. Then I blocked both her and my dad. I might change my number if they try calling again, but for now, I'm gonna leave it as is. Oh no, my daughter, who I've abandoned, has returned the exact same energy to me in some sort of poetic cosmic justice and karma that I 100% deserve. Oh no, I'm so sad. How could I have not seen this coming? I'm a bad person and I deserve to be miserable. <laughs> OP, that's my impression of your parents. What do you think? Am I close? OP, you get zero out of five bad guys. I'm giving your parents four out of five bad guys. Am I the bad guy for not inviting my unsupportive sister to my wedding? I'm a 24-year-old woman, and I got engaged to Derek, 30, one month ago. Prior to that, we had known each other for six months. I know that's not a long time, but when you know, you know. We're madly in love and ready to commit ourselves to each other fully. My sister, who's 26, has a problem with that, though. She was supportive of my relationship with Derek before we got engaged. When I sent her a text telling her that we were engaged, she responded by saying, congratulations. But then, when I saw her the week after that, she got all serious and said that I should strongly reconsider the marriage. She told me I was young and that I could meet people I loved more. That was offensive to me because I love Derek more than anything. And she's basically saying that my love isn't that important. She also told me that Derek and I could date for longer before we got married. But we're already fully committed to each other, so we might as well get married and be recognized as soulmates in the eyes of the law. Anyway, the conversation was so hurtful to me. I eventually asked her, very directly, do you support me marrying Derek? And she said no! So I stood up, told her that she shouldn't be at the wedding if she didn't want us to get married, and left. I haven't talked to her since, although she's texted me multiple times asking to talk. Derek and I were both working on the wedding guest list yesterday, and we both agreed that my sister shouldn't come if she doesn't support us. So we're planning to not invite her. I mentioned this to my friend yesterday, and she pointed out that it might be a little rude of me to not invite her. So, am I the bad guy for not inviting my unsupportive sister to my wedding? Yeah, um, honestly, it kind of feels like your sister's concern is coming from a place of love and not really a place of, like, jealousy or resentment or any kind of negativity. It just sounds like she's concerned for you and that she wants the best for you and to not make a bad decision. 
marriage is a big deal after all, so you should be taking this seriously. And I'm not saying you're not taking it seriously. There's nothing inherently wrong with getting married after six months. Some people get married the first time they see each other and they go on to live happy lives together. It does happen. It's pretty rare in America. That's not super common over here in the States. Look, OP, it's your wedding. If you don't want to invite your sister, you don't have to invite your sister. It's just... I don't think your sister is quite as unsupportive and mean as you're making her out to be. I think this is just more like a difference of opinions. So I think I'm going to say no bad guys here. So I guess the final score is I'm giving everyone involved zero out of five bad guys. I would just say, OP, I think you could really benefit from just pumping the brakes a little bit. You seem kind of like the type of person to just jump to the extreme really, really quickly. Like you're getting engaged quickly. You're immediately jumping to cutting your sister out of the wedding. And there's nothing, you know, inherently wrong or evil about that. It's just, let's be patient. Let's be calm. Let's be rational about this, OP. Am I the bad guy for telling my son that he's obviously gay? My son, who's 17, has apparently been in the closet for the past seven months. So, my son is fairly masculine and straight acting, if that makes sense. However, he's very obviously had a boyfriend, who's 18, for the past seven months. He sometimes baby talks to this boy, hugs him all the time, has called him handsome, shares clothes, sits way too close to each other to the point where they're basically cuddling. He also closes his bedroom door when he's with him, but not with any other friends. He sees him like every day, buys him gifts, and for the past seven months, he now always smells great. He has his hair fixed really nice, he dresses nicer, lots of things. Today, I asked my son if he was going to invite his boyfriend on our trip. And he got awkward and said, that's not funny. I asked what he meant and he said, I'm straight, that's not funny. I laughed, and when I realized that he was serious, I started laughing even harder. I told him he was very obviously in a relationship with a guy, and he did a terrible job at hiding it. He got emotional and started asking me not to tell his dad. Honestly, his dad already knows. Like I said, it was obvious. Then he got upset saying that I outed him when he wasn't ready, and he hasn't said a word to me in a couple of days. Am I the bad guy? It sounds like you're okay with your son being gay, and I think you're trying to come from a good place of, like, wanting to be supportive and letting him know, hey, we're okay with it, but the way that you're going about it is not okay. It's not really about accepting. It's showing your son that he's in a loving and supportive environment and taking away your son's, like, privacy his right to tell you what he wants to tell you about his love life, and then laughing at him when he tries to reject it, these are all um, these are all not very supportive or conducive to a loving and nurturing environment for your son. Like, let's just put this as simply as possible. It's not your business, OP. It's not your business. And until your son decides to tell you about it, his love life remains none of your business. I think I'm going to give OP... Let's say... um. 1.5 out of 5 bad guys, um, because I do think OP is trying to approach this, like, from the correct way. She's just failing. Am I the bad guy for telling my daughter that she was acting like an idiot? I take and bring my daughter, who's 17, back from school every day. A few days ago, I went to pick her up, and she was sitting in front of the school while no one else was there. It was a very cold day, and she was shivering. 
I asked her why she's alone, and she said the school was closed two hours ago and everyone else went home. I was so angry. I asked her why she didn't call me, and her only excuse was, I didn't think you'd come. I told her she was acting like an idiot, and of course I'd come. She called me a jerk and is refusing to talk to me. Why? Okay, you said you were so angry. Why? Why were you angry about this? I could understand confused, but you're angry at her because you didn't call her and you called her an idiot? Maybe. Maybe the real reason why she didn't call you is because she doesn't like you, OP. Because you don't seem like a very good person, a very nice person, a very pleasant person to be around. Your daughter apparently has such a negative impression of you that she was scared to call you. Then, when you do show up, you're angry and you called her an idiot, which basically just confirms her suspicion, which is that you're a giant jerkwad. OP, um, this was a very short story, but there is a much, much, much longer story here. I would love to hear from your daughter, because I guarantee she would have a much different story to tell. So, based on the story alone, OP, I'm going to give you 1.5 out of 5 bad guys just because you overreacted. But I'm guessing your score is probably much, much higher than that because I'm assuming that there's like there's like layers and layers of emotional and or physical abuse that you're putting your daughter through to like bring her to this spot where she sees you so negatively. I don't know. OP, you need to chill out, man. Just chill out. Take a chill pill. Maybe in the future, try talking to your daughter calmly and not calling her names. And maybe, maybe she'll start to open up to you. But since she's 17, I'm guessing it's probably too late. My guess is uh, as soon as she hits 18, she's out of here. That was r slash am I the A. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.